0: Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to Navigating Pretty Teen Ministry. It is Thursday, June 3rd, and I am excited that you are here today, guys. It's going to be a good one today. I am excited about what we got going on, and I feel like I sound like a very traditional podcaster right now. So just know I'm actually sitting in a chair with a table, and I feel a little more elevated as a person supposed to hunched over on a couch with a chair, which is my normal setup. So just know um, I'm talking a little more sophisticated today, it's all because of that. I won't let it go to my head, guys. Don't you worry. With that, let's jump into today. Today's going to be a good one. We're talking about connecting with preteens and what that looks like um, on, like, a, a deeper level than just uh, the basic surface-level stuff. Like, how do we connect with preteens? Um individually, how to connect with preteens uh, on a deeper level with them. So we're going to jump into that. First, I wanted to remind you about Global Kidman Day. I wanted to some details last week, but guys, I'm going to have the link down below. It's a day of training with your staff. It's flexible, okay? It's all online, and what it is is it brings your staff in and your volunteers in, and y'all get to watch some videos, discuss some things, and figure out some ways that you could jump into Kidman and be just a little bit more well prepared so go check that out i'm gonna have the link down below guys sign up for it it's not that much and the investment is worth it now leading straight into the uh the meat today i'm building it up with our story so um yesterday was i met with some volunteers who are actually like they're moving up to alaska for the summer their daughter is up there and so they are Uh, kind of moving up there for a few months to be with her um, and her family. I think uh, she's getting married, um, and so there's just a lot of things going on over the summer, and so they're going to be staying in Alaska, so they're going to be gone. Um, But we were discussing curriculum. She loves curriculum. She's served well in the church um, in regards to kids' ministry, and so that's one of her things. So I'm just talking about it. Um, That's one of the things I'm wanting her to do. Uh, If you want to you know, look at uh, outworking yourself, Out of a position like I've talked about before. You can check out last week's podcast. Um, That's not what this one is about. This one is um, she challenged me, um, and she's great at thinking about these things, but the the way we are connecting with the preteens. She was like, being honest, last week was kind of a bummer. It was not great. It was not engaging. It was so surface level, so basic. There was nothing enjoyable about it. No, she said that in a much nicer way. Don't worry, but I got the point. I got the message, and so today I wanted to really jump into what it really looks like. Some of the things, especially that I gleaned off of her from this meeting, on um, what it looks like to connect with our preteens. Now, this one is preteen-specific, okay? So, kids, uh, ministers, if you've got, you know, like, third through fifth in your, uh, in your group, make sure you're you're paying attention here or whatever. But get ready to jump in. We're going to look at uh, how you can connect with preteens. And this is kind of broad, but also we'll have some preteen-specific stuff. And so I want to go through it and kind of how... I think a traditional church is going to be set up, or not necessarily traditional, the way our church sets up doesn't, it's not going to reflect exactly how yours does, but the general concept is relatively universal. Adjust it to yourself, okay? But I've got it broken up into three uh, areas, okay? So we're going to have our pre service. How are you connecting with pre deans before you start your service, okay? So for some of you guys, it might look like, um, Maybe on a Wednesday night you have students coming early uh, or maybe on a Sunday morning between services, right? Pre-service, what are you doing to connect with preteens? The second one is a large group, okay? What are you doing in your large group services, whether you do worship and puppet shows or stories or skits or whatever it is? What are you doing in your large group that helps you connect with the students. And then lastly, small groups. So maybe you have a Sunday school class, maybe you do small groups after, or you have small groups in a different location. Whatever it is, these are three general chunks where you might have two of the three, you might have all three, they might look different, but these are three general chunks we're all going to run into as preteen pastors. And so I wanted to really dive into how are we connecting with preteens. So jumping into the pre-service, guys, how are we connecting with preteens, pre-service? Okay, so a lot of our our go-to pre-service is games, okay? That's great. But when we're talking about connecting with preteens, are your games fitting for everyone, okay? It's so easy to go buy a Wii or a Nintendo Switch, give them four controllers, and say go for it. Um, But the reality is not everyone's going to want to play video games, okay? Uh, You could have, you know, board games, but not everyone's going to want to play board games. And and so for me personally and for our ministry, we have a ton of different things that we try to do. So we have um, a gaga ball pit or a four-square pit. Pit, I guess pit, I don't know, four square lines, I don't know. We have Gaga Ball and Foursquare. Both of those are active games. Our students that like to be active, that like to move, they're great. Um, and the great thing about them is they are confined within an area, right? Gaga Ball is going to stay in its hexagon. squares. is going to say, and it's four squares, and so I'm not worried about students running around the whole room, okay? Really uh, helps with some liability there. Uh, But another thing we have is is board games, okay? We've got card games. We've got uh, strategy games. We've got speed games. We've got all sorts of games for these students. We also have video games for the students that are into that, and we have coloring books for the kids that are into that. Because here's the thing about preteens is that they connect on a different level, and sometimes they connect on a different level Each and every week, okay? So you could have a fourth grader come in one week and be all about coloring, and the next week they're going to come in, and coloring is the most uncool thing they have ever done in their life, okay? And so when we put all of these options out, we are connecting with our preteens, and we are connecting with uh, each and every need, and that leads into our leaders. Okay, that allows our leaders to then connect. Okay, so when we talk about leaders pre-service, uh, there's there's really some issues we can run into, and the biggest one is when they click together, okay? This is especially prominent if you have younger volunteers, maybe high schools or college students, is they like to bundle up together um, and, and hang out and talk, okay? And uh, it's always a battle of like getting them to focus in and focus on the student's uh, but when you can have a culture that is as connecting with your preteens pre-service instead of each other, it really makes a difference, okay? So make sure you've got leaders that are there connecting with your preteens. Are they sitting right there beside you playing Super Smash Bros with the preteens? Um, are they jumping in the goggle pit? Are they sitting beside a student and coloring? And I want to focus on um, there's a certain select group of volunteers that are highly specialized and extremely amazing, and they are the quiet kid volunteers. And you know exactly what I'm talking about because you'll get a kid, and they'll come in, and they'll just go, like, sit in a seat, and they'll sit there, and you're like, oh, boy. We got a quiet one. And that's just what they do. Um, uh, Whether it's just social anxiety or awkwardness or or unsureness, and sometimes it's a first-time student. Sometimes it's an every-week student that needs special attention with that. And so make sure you've got on your hands specialized volunteers for that. There are certain people that are so good at getting those kids engaged and into the activities, okay? And that is crucial, okay? If a student leaves and does not feel engaged, his likeliness of returning is so so much smaller okay So make sure that your volunteers are connecting and you've got a group of people that know if I see a kid sitting alone it's my job to go talk to them okay And then finally intentionality are you equipping your uh, volunteers uh, to be intentional during these peace service? games, okay? Are you giving them opportunities to speak with students? Are you giving them opportunities to connect, to play games? Are you changing things up right? Are you killing time or are you allowing connection, okay? And so for these preteens and their wild, crazy shifts from coloring to video games to gaga ball to nothing at all to sitting on their phones, you know, we've got 10 hundred different things that they could want to do. Um, but pre-service how are you connecting are you giving everyone an opportunity to do that moving right along we've got our large group okay so this one's kind of like the big one when it comes to connecting because this is where our teaching comes in and we want our preteens to connect with teaching now that like gets solidified in small group but it is first absorbed in large group okay so Depending on how you do teaching, whether you bring everybody in, uh, whether you have, you know, kindergarten through fifth grade here, or uh, whether you do a song and a message or a whole entire service, whatever it is, uh, the same principles apply here. So the first one is how are we connecting with preteens, right? And I took the approach of how uh, the the three tiers of learning that each person has, right? People learn better Differently. So, when it comes to connecting with preteens, we have to make sure that we are allowing them to learn in a way that works for them. Okay, so that's one of the things we talked about in the meeting yesterday is that some of the students were disengaged because they weren't learning in a way that was conducive to them. Okay, so uh, the first one is visual. Are you connecting to preteens visually in your large group, in your messages, um, and in your worship? Okay, how are you connecting to the students that visually? learn how are you connecting to the students that learn by seeing okay and maybe you're one of these people or you know people who are like this if you do get their help in this okay so are you doing uh something with creative arts right that can demonstrate a point uh, you know, just the preteens are at the edge where or, or graphs and and things like that you can start using those to make a point. Okay, maybe you want to use pictures of whatever. Um, what about uh, there's so many object lessons as well. Okay, uh, so you know there's science experiments that can that can talk about the gravity of sin and grace. Okay, and there's all sorts of different visual aids that you can give to these students for them to grasp the depth of what you're talking about. Okay, so what examples are using visually to connect to preteens because this is the age where they're really developing who they are and how they learn and if they come into a service and all it is is you talking and not them seeing it, it's not going to connect as well and you know this personally if you are in, uh, if, if you, I don't know, ever been to school, you probably have I'd assume but and, you, and there are certain teachers that you connect with because they help you connect, Okay. The second one is verbal learners, okay? People learn by hearing as well. Are you connecting to your verbal learners, okay? And this comes to uh, a speaker's ability, really. Are you training your speakers to uh, really paint pictures with their words okay is it simply a dialogue or a narrative or a script or are they painting images with their words are they allowing uh, these preteens that hear and learn verbally to work in their minds and connect these things okay so verbal is so important how are you verbally connecting are you connecting the dots or are you just making a line okay So make sure you're connecting those dots verbally. And then there's kinesthetically, okay? And this, uh, if you don't know, it's hands-on, okay? This is my type of learning, okay? I can watch 100 videos and hear you explain it 100 times, but until I get in there with my hands and I mess it up 10 or 12 times, then I'm not gonna learn it, okay? So I have to be hands-on. So what about your hands-on preteens, okay? How are you getting them up there? Uh, Are you involving them in the story, right? Maybe you have them act in this story, okay? Maybe you have them come up and physically do something uh, on stage uh, that helps them grasp the reality of what's going on, okay? So the reality of these three points is that you're not going to hit all three points perfectly all three times or every single service or uh, every lesson that you do or every song or every game, okay? But... You need to make sure that you are doing your best to connect to these students. So figuring that out is hard. Not going to sugarcoat it, okay? Uh, being a kinesthetic learner, I could tell you how to do that all day every day. But uh, get with your volunteers. Get with leaders. Get with people that learn in that way and figure- you can work with students on their visuals on hearing and on physically doing it and growing your ministry and connecting with these and last is small groups okay guys this is the bread and butter of every single service okay so whether you do sunday school or whether you do small group or whatever it looks like Um, Connecting with preteens here is the most vital because this is where you take the lesson that hopefully you've connected your preteens with and you put it actively in their life, okay? So step number one, make sure you're easing them in, okay? These preteens are coming in and they are at such a cautious and – Uh, observatory and analytic age that they cannot just come in and just open up and think about yourself as well um that they these preteens have aged out at the age where they just tell you everything right you know like a kindergartner might just tell you whatever okay but a preteen is going to be reserved and so think about yourself you're not just going to open up in a group of people so don't expect them to okay don't expect them to jump in with their deepest darkest secrets Um, and then don't, don't expect new students, uh, to be as willing as as students who have spent more time as well. So think about it in two terms. First is every week. Don't expect students to come into group ready to share a ton, okay? And then think about long-term. Don't expect new students to come in and be as willing to share as your older students. So ease them in and give them space. For me personally, I like to do this with a warm-up for my life groups, okay? I give them a quick and fun activity that they can do to get comfortable with each other. Next one is consistency. Okay, is your life groups or Sunday schools consistent? Okay, do you have the same leaders there every week? Are you doing the same thing every week? Because these are vital for your preteens to make a connection. If you have volunteers who lead a group and you alternate every other week, the reality is you're not going to connect. When you break it down, um, the average student the average church-attending child will be there one in three Sundays. And if you think about it and you break that down, and you have a leader coming every other Sunday, then that leader may interact with the student six, eight, ten times in a year if they're lucky. In an hour, ten times a year is not enough to develop a relationship So you need to challenge your leaders to be more consistent, okay? Go back to last week's if you want to look about uh, challenging your leaders. But you need to challenge your leaders to be consistent because without that, and it's key, that is one of the things we talked about in my meeting yesterday that I've been talking about, is that um, my leader, who I love so much, is doing so great because she is consistently there. She shows up for the kids, and they know they can rely on her being there so Make sure that your leaders are consistent and that your curriculum and your weekly activities are consistent too, okay? Don't have one week of games followed by one week of seriousness followed by one week of mixture followed by one week of who knows what, okay? Students are going to come in not knowing what's going to happen, so they're going to be either super reserved or like not knowing to share or whatever, and then finally, make sure your activities within these smaller groups are intentional, okay? What are you asking your leaders to do, and is it feasible, and is it beneficial, okay? So uh, I've got the curriculum I'm working with now, um, and there are things that I'm like, this isn't logical for me to ask a life group leader to do. There's, you know, 10 different items they need to collect, they need to explain rules, and with my limited time, I would rather my leaders be connecting with students than trying to wrangle them together and do a game or do an activity or do a craft, okay? So make sure that your uh, small group time is spent doing things that are beneficial and growing their faith and their relationships and not just time killers, okay? So like I talked about earlier, uh, when it came to like the three aspects of learning, which is visual, um, hearing and doing, uh, make sure you're incorporating that as well into your small group. Make sure that your students are able to connect in a way that is conducive to their learning. Okay, so that's what I've got for you guys today. Let's run over it again one more time. Pre-service guys, make sure that you have games and leaders that are able to intentionally uh, connect with pre-teens. Okay, that fit their changing emotions and changing feelings and get connections. Okay, with your large group, make sure that you are visually, verbally, and kinesthetically stimulating your pre-teens each week. Okay, and some lessons are going to be more conducive to it than others. Okay, so just Go with what works. Don't force it, but try and think about every aspect. And finally, with small groups, ease them in, guys. Be consistent and have intentional activities for them. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Sorry there was no uh, video or podcast this Monday, guys, but I hope you guys had a good Memorial Day with that. I will see you guys next Monday with our next nugget, and I cannot wait. Until then, I will see y'all later.